The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to ISRI 2023. And my first guest on Pile of Scrap is none other, Bruce Blue, my dear friend. Thank you for having me, John. I appreciate it. Brother, good to have you. Thank you. Bruce, you and I, we were just, somebody was just asking us how long we've yeah. known each other. 25 years, Over probably. 25 years now. Yeah, I remember your dad very well. Loved your dad. Good man. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, dad was an icon. I can't tell you how many people yeah. come up to me during the convention and say, I miss your dad. Yeah. Because they also were the smokers who would love to go yeah. sneak out and have a cigarette with my dad. I used to sit here and talk to him for hours. Just sit here and talk to him. Phyllis used to love to talk to him. Oh, yeah. Well, Bruce, this is a very special convention for you. Yes, it is. You're getting the life, the ISRI Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm so proud. I, I can't, I just can't imagine me getting this award, but I have been on a high since they called me. I, I truly, I, I'm so honored that I don't know what to tell the people. So I, I'm, I'm going to say in my speech Thursday that I'll write all my friends when I get home because I don't know what to say. I'm just so humbled by this that I don't, I, 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 there's no words I can say. Well, I know what I could tell people about you is nobody Look, I've been around, former ISRI chair. You were my convention chair. We'll have some convention stories. a lot of fun. But you know what, Bruce? Nobody loves ISRI. Nobody put their heart and soul into it more than you. Thank you. Nobody. That's true. You love this stuff. Yeah. I, remember, I, <laughs> I remember when I resigned and Phyllis said to me, are you crazy? That's the only thing you care about is ISRI. And then... Robin <laughs> didn't accept my resignation. So I, I now, stayed. You know what, Brucey? You know, you are so deserving. Today's winter, today's ceremony, we had uh, Rob Goldstein at altar. And, you know, Rob is so gracious. And, and you know, to Rob, it, it was more the Goldstein family. It was altar story that really he felt was. And he's a gracious, very deserving. But, you know, Bruce, here you are. You're not the biggest. You were never the biggest metal recycler, but you were always the honest metal recycler. You were the guy who always told the truth. And that's probably why you're getting recognized for your work, your honesty, and your integrity, because you have all of that, and it's undeniable. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I love this. I just love this industry. It's changed so much, but I, I, people say, uh, well, what do you do? I said, you can't plant a day in the industry. I said, I remember when I first started, copper go up or down three cents and shut the exchange down. People said, what are you talking about? But that's that's what... When you started, what was the price of copper when you started out of 50 here? cents. 15 60, cents? 50. 50 cents. 50 or 60. Yeah. What's copper today? Four bucks? Close to four bucks. Mm-hmm. Kind of a... Yeah, and I can tell you that even we had we bought aluminum cans, not like some of these people, but I can tell you that it was back when I was working. If it got below thirty-five cents, nobody sold the cans. You know, and we had people. The police would come and say, "Bruce, quit buying screen doors." I said, "Why?" They said, "Because they're tearing them off the houses." They come by. I said, "Okay, I'll stop buying screen doors." So, Bruce, in. When did you start in, in the, the I started. Industry? I graduated Oklahoma in 1968. I started right away, started in June. I worked in my family business till um, 82. I didn't get along with my older brother. So then I started Freedom Metals uh, in 83, I think, started with three people. We did get to $200 million in sales and 200 people, but I messed up, and I'll take full. You know, I was nah, at the nah, top. No, 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 we're not going there. Okay. Bruce, 
you've you've done so much in this industry. You have seen so much. So, to you, as you look at our industry today versus when you started, what's some of the biggest changes that are just really almost inconceivable for when you started and where we are today? I don't think the younger people enjoy working for Israel as much. I mean, when we worked, we'd work all day in meetings, and I'm bringing this up in my talk, we'd yell and argue all day at meetings. At nighttime, we were all friends because we worked for the betterment of Israel, not our own companies, and that's very, very hard to do. That's extremely hard to do today, but we worked, for, we wanted to get Israel better. Well, you know, I love, I, you know, I'm a chair, former chair, right? So right. I love this place, and it's just, I've always promoted it in my podcast. I've had Robin, and you know, Robin was starred in my uh, docu series Repurpose. You know, our industry's special. You know, I like to say, without us, nothing gets made. And I think we need to keep spreading the word. Yeah, I, I've told what, 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 what I want to know from you. What is the hesitation for other people, other companies, to start spreading this word? I, I don't know. I, I've told people, everybody I see, I said, watch John Shackle. He explains what we do to, I, I shouldn't say common person, but the person knows nothing about recycling. He takes a product, I remember I think a washing machine was one, and says, you know how this is built? It comes from scrap. and, and, and Recycled uh, iron. Yeah, recycled iron. Nobody <laughs> could, yeah, I shouldn't say scrap, excuse me. Nobody can understand that, but he does it in a way, and I try to tell Israel that, and they, they don't, I mean, other people advertise like, like you do, because you started it. And, but they don't, and it's very nice. They show pretty pictures. But you explain what recycling is. And we, I, I think I say in my speech, I'm not sure, if it wasn't for recycling, we'd be back in the Stone Age. Well, without our industry, you know, like I say, without us. Now, you know, we're here on the convention floor. And you look at all the steel, all the aluminum and copper that's into this equipment on this showroom Where'd floor. Where would it come from? Where's it coming from? Yeah, it's just that basic, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So let's let's besides getting the lifetime achievement mm -hmm. award, which is the pinnacle, absolutely, of your experience in here. What, what tell us some of your favorite moments here at Esri? Some of the stuff that you've done that will always stay with you that be memorable. That's that, that that's a good question, John. I, oh, I can tell you one. When I was when you were chair, I think you all were fighting with another another. Shear manufacturer. I'm not going to talk about it. They, I, they were coming throwing paper on the floor. So you said, would you please go take care of it? So I took a chair. I took it between the two booths, and I said, it wasn't you all. I said, stop it now. They said, what are you going to do? He said, I'm going to throw your ass out of here. They said, I forgot all about that. They said, that. you can't do that. I said, you want to bet I can't do that? I said, stop doing it. Stop doing it now. I said, even though John Sacco is probably my best friend at Israel, he's been my best friend for the day I've met him, I said, I'm working for Israel now, and you stop it or you're out of here. And they finally stopped it. But I'm, it's just crazy things we've done. I don't know. We, we, I remember Joel Denbo, we were eating dinner at some steakhouse, and he goes to, a, there's some kind of a bar. They say, come on in. And Joel says, I'm a Baptist minister. I can't. And I just burst out laughing. I mean, yeah. just this crazy little things the, like the that. The fun little things. Yeah. Do you remember we were at dinner at, um, oh, it's, it's close. It was a steakhouse in D.C. And the Secretary of Humans, HHS, came in. 
with this absolutely gorgeous. We'll we'll, we'll keep him nameless. Yes. When his wife, and when his <laughs> wife comes in, sits down, and I'm looking. I'm the only one who has a view of this. At the sitting at the table, and I tell you guys at the table, and all of a sudden, in unison, all of you looked over, and he was looking right at us yeah. right at that time. He got up and left soon thereafter. I take, remember the time, and I shouldn't say this. I, well, then maybe the, you shouldn't say No, it. probably the last time I really drank, because I don't drink. I can't drink anymore. The doctor won't let me. But I had two, one, two, many, and there was that lady there, and I, I was, I don't know if I was hitting on her. I don't remember anything about it. You told me, oh, it, it was your friend's wife. or like Monica's best oh, friend. Oh, my God. I can't. And you tell me what I did, and I said, well, she's, I, well, the problem I did is what? she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. I said, I and did And she's what? so nice, and you fell in love. You had hearts <laughs> dancing over your head. They were like... That's the funniest thing. I don't remember it. That's, that's well, that's amazing. why you stopped drinking. Yeah. No, I just, I, I just, I just love, I'm going to say it, I love Israel. I have, you know, I love Israel. And the sicker I got, the more I loved Israel. I, I'm going to tell a story that I was on the floor at the Mayo Clinic when I had heart surgery. And they said, what are you doing on the floor? I said, I'm reading Robin Wiener's report because I got to get up and go to an Israel meeting tomorrow morning and... Wiener doesn't like me to be late or unprepared. It's 3 a.m. And I said, but I can't find the door find my clothes. <laughs> so the next day, the head of, head of nursing and the head of the hospital come and say, Mr. Blue, we had to do four hours of paperwork on you because you were on the floor. That's the worst thing that can happen in the hospital. I mean, I've been really sick. I mean, I, I've, I've almost died five times, and I, and I can't figure out why God saved me. I, I, I can't figure it out. Well, I think it's because he loves you, too. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I just, I just love this industry. It's, I've met so many. I mean, I've met way more nice people than jerks, and there are a bunch of jerks. But I mean, guys, I'd do anything for you. I mean, I can. The the definition of a leader, and somebody said this about Tom Brady, is he'll say, "Come on and go," and people follow him. They don't ask where we're going, and I'd do that with you. Well, thank you. I mean, if you so, if I had to buy a piece of equipment, I wouldn't even ask your price. I'd just say, "Send it to me," because I know how you are. Well, and, I, your, and your employees love you. I mean, I was just talking to them. They all love you. I mean, you know, and I, you know, you put something in, always in there. I paid him. Uh, about your, you know, <laughs> your equipment is perfect. I mean, you know how to run things, and you do it properly. I mean, it's. I just love you. Well, you know, we uh, look. I grew up in the industry yeah. as a processor. You know, the first piece of equipment I ever operated was a broom. You know, we've shared these stories, but. In today's world where environmentalism is so important, you know, we now have a vacuum truck to vacuum our yard, mm -hmm. literally vacuum up any dirt particle. Yeah. And I think it's our fiduciary responsibility to the environment, if yeah. you will. T today, you've either got to be so small where the government doesn't see you or huge. I remember I used to call OSHA come in do an inspection they'd be like are you that dumb i said no i'd come in and they'd, they'd know that i wasn't trying to hide something and if i had something wrong which they found they'd always give me time they wouldn't find me and i did it we'd call the dot in, talk to our truck drivers i mean you got to be proactive in this business and that's that's well if i was successful or not but i always tried to to uh uh, do that, and I always help my employees. I was like a bank. I lent all my employees money, and 99% of them paid me back. I never charged them interest or anything. I heard all sorts of stories, but I, I just, I, I tried to pay as much as I could, but you know, our, our employees are hardworking. A lot of them don't have an education. 
they need help because people are always trying to beat them. And I, I tried to stop that. Well, you know, Bruce, I think, again, that's a testimony of your character, who you are, because, you know, look, we got to make money to stay in business yeah, in this make industry, money. right? But money wasn't your driver, you know, no. doing good and being yeah. there for your people, being there for, you know, environment and, and, and doing all the things, doing the right thing. Yeah. That's who you are. We had two, we have two environmentalists in Louisville, big time, and they're rough, but they're both friends of mine. And they'll come to me and say, Bruce, what's the recycling industry think about this? And I'd tell them. And, and I'd go to them and say, you know, we're doing this. What do you think? And people say, well, why do you? I said, because they trust me. And we didn't always agree, but they knew I gave them an honest opinion. And they, and they knew that when I asked them something, I was telling them at least what I thought was the truth. You got to get along. And today... I, I don't think everybody wants to find everybody and put everybody out of business. You got to talk to people. The people don't talk anymore. True. And I think we need to keep the communication lines open right. and, and hopefully we'll go there. All right. I, there's something that just popped in my head. Uh oh. Well, you were convention chair when not when I was chairman, I think it was when Joel, and you got inside some gigantic bubble oh. on stage. And I'm thinking to myself, can he breathe in that thing? Yeah, I tell you, they lost the tape, which is a shame. Um, what it was, they had a, a, a it, this was in Las Vegas. They had a person that came out and danced in a bubble, and he was doing all sorts of stuff. And they put a sheet up, and then they, he got out of the bubble, I got in, I had all sorts of stuff on, and I had to walk up the stairs, was the hardest part in the bubble. And before I got in there, they said, Robin, you can't be late. You can't. You got to be on time because Bruce only has so much air, and if he and if he goes out of air, he's in deep trouble. You know, he's the convention. He's got to give a speech, and it was that's the most fun I've ever had at Israel doing that. Well, it was pretty crazy when oh, you were yeah. doing that. Oh yeah, I'd, now, I like to do it again. Did you breathe okay? Yeah, I, I was out of. I, I didn't notice until I got out. I was out of breath, but. I didn't know. The hardest thing was getting climbing stairs in a bubble, in a ball. I'm mean, as in a ball with air. It, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I'd do it again in a minute. So when we, so when we worked together, when I was chair, we had uh, Stanley McChrystal. Yeah. And we had George W. Bush. And you know, I always think back at when it was Monica, my two kids, Javon and Giancarlo, you, Jerry and Terry Sims and Robin. That's it. Yeah. Forty-five minutes with a former president right. of the United States. Forget about the politics, because it isn't about politics. Yeah. He's a former president. And you're sitting in that room with that guy. Yeah, it, it was it was fantastic. The best thing I've ever done in my life was with you when we went to Belgium. And you know what it is. We got to take down the American flag in a national cemetery with the snow oh at the same time, the war, it, the same dates of the war. And I will never, ever forget doing that. That was the proudest moment of my life. You know what, Bruce? That is, you know, we've been, I've been so Israel focused here because of your achievement, but that was the, one of the greatest trips yeah. of all time. Gr we went, we did the Battle of yeah. the Bulge. Yeah. Went in the, remember, you and I got in the foxhole from we a real foxhole. We got in the foxhole hole. right outside yeah. of Foy, yeah. mm -hmm. where the Easy Company yeah. attacked the yeah. town of Foy. And it was during the exact time of the war, it was snowing. We had the be that guy we had was the best, but it, it was the best. But taking that flag down, I said, will be the my memory of a lifetime. You know, the honor they were playing taps. Yep, we're playing taps. You and I are low, and Joel Dembo and his and his cousin Donnie, 
the four of us, lowering the flag, then folding it up properly. In the, it was snowing lightly, mm-hmm. not heavy. It was snow on the ground. And you think about you talk about sacrifice. Yeah. How about what those soldiers did yeah. during World War II and in the Korean War veterans, the cold that those guys were under. And we got to go home at the end of our tour. It started getting dark, yeah. so we'd get in our van. We'd go back to the hotel. Yeah. I, and I, those boys had to stay yeah. out there all that, night. That's And I, I, I'm not going to get into politics, but that would bother me. People don't realize what our country used to stand for. It doesn't stand for anything anymore, and it, that really bothers me. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm very down on politics. I'm down on, and we just had a big shooting in Louisville, and one officer had been on the job one day. He's in critical condition, and the next minute they say the Louisville police are crooked. Well, maybe they are, but they saved a bunch of people's lives. Then we had another shooting. We had three shootings over this weekend. I don't know what's, I'm afraid to go to downtown Louisville. I'll go there for the, I go for the plays, I go for the orchestra, but I'm not going, it isn't worth going down there, and it's scary. I mean, it's scary. It's not safe. It's safe here. Oh, it's safe here. It's safe, it's safe here. Israel. Israel's a safe. I mean, I just Israel's your safe zone. Bruce. I love Israel. I mean, people don't. Re- I love Israel. I mean, the sicker I got, the more I loved Israel. People say, "Are you nuts?" Hey, truthfully, the sicker I got, I mean, let's exclude family for a minute. The sicker I got, the more I wanted to do for Israel. There must be something wrong with me. No, Bruce. You know what? Because we are a family here. Yeah. Oh, we are. And the people that we have spent years with you know the hours of of working side by side everything we've done i love israel people go why well i'm a former chair but yeah you should be tired of it no i've never tired either i I don't know if you remember before phyllis died she was she loved you she went to you and said take care of bruce you remember that yeah i mean we're sitting in los angeles she said you be sure and take care of bruce 2011 Mm mm-hmm that uh, I miss her every day. Even though I'm married again and I got a great wife, why she puts up with me? <laughs> I, I was going to say this Thursday. I don't know if I have time. That they say how you meet. I said, well, she picked me up, and she said, no, you wrote me love letters. And I said, you think Bruce Blue writes love letters? Yeah, Bruce Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I know what your love letters are like. But you know, there's <laughs> oh, another person we you and I loved and we miss is Jerry Sims. Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about him. Uh, Terry called me. And I said, Terry, why don't you come to the convention? I'll pay for it. I know you get in free because I said, I'll be glad to pay for it. She said, no. And i tell you something, it brought tears. I almost cried. It brought tears to my eyes because Jerry Sims, I mean, he was like, he was just the nicest guy. We had more fun together. I mean, if you looked at you thought about he was straight as an arrow. But when we, we got him out, <laughs> you know, we and we, I, you know, you'd invite me because I wasn't supposed to go to those little things y'all had about with how to talk to the press and all that, and I'd yeah. go in there with you, and we just had, we had fun. Well, you know, we had such a camaraderie, and, you know, and Jerry, you know, look, as chairman, Jerry was my wingman. I had, I brought him yeah. in on everything. Mm-hmm. So you were the convention chair, and uh, so he was, you know, to learn about the, to learn about the convention as a chair-elect, you had to go. And the bond and the friendship, you, me, Phyllis, Monica, Terry, and Jerry. Mm-hmm. You will never, you know. You know, one day I'm, I'm working and he calls me on the phone. He says, you got to come down here. I got to talk to you. I go, oh, what have I done wrong? Never talked to me like that ever. So I go down and I said, Jerry, have I done something wrong? No, so I want your honest opinion. You don't lie. I know you don't. Tell me the monster. I said, what is it? Is Stephen Moss okay to run the convention? 
I said, Jerry, I'll stake my reputation on it. He's okay. He said, that's all I want to hear. I said, can I go back to work? <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and Jerry, well, and that's it. That's who you are. You're an honest guy. You told him straight up. And, and Stephen Moss, let, let, let's face it, he's done a hell of yeah, a job. He has. And I'm going to tell Kudos him. to Stephen Moss because yeah. he's, he's put, yeah. the guy puts in a lot yeah. of effort. I'm going to say Israel, that. And I'm going to say that in my talk tomorrow. What? I mean, he, he has taken Israel, believe it, to the next level. Look at all this advertising they've done. It, it's just phenomenal. I don't, you know, and you got to give him credit. Chuck's gone, and I talk about Chuck, uh, but Chuck taught Stephen and I, and he, they, he, and and I've, I told, I told uh, Brian, I've told Robin. I said we have got the best staff I have ever seen. Don't get rid of them. They got one of the ladies. I think her name's Rebecca. Helps. Yeah. Up. Well, she runs the show. She's the. Rep- yeah. Runs the show now. And uh, I said, you've got to keep these people. I said, you, I don't care what you pay them. Keep them. I said, it makes your job easier. Right. I said, they called me. Bruce, you okay? You feel okay? And I forgot who called me. I said, Bruce, I, I, you don't feel any good. Quit doing anything. Just you got to make it to the convention. I got more. And then Brian called me. He didn't have to call me. He's the chair. He said, are you okay? I said, no. He said, well, you better be there Thursday. So don't do anything stupid till you get there. After Thursday. Well, you look good. I, I appreciate it. I know you've gone through yeah, some issues. Yeah. I mean, it's like last night. I didn't come down here. I, I, one of my friends took me out to dinner at 5 o'clock. I think I was in bed at 7 o'clock. Well, I, I got to make and You're going to make I'm going to sit in the booth here all day. I got nothing else. I'm going right, to well, just tell you. you I'm going to sell a couple of machines. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Bruce, listen. We're going to bring this yeah, in for okay, a landing. I, I, John, I want to tell you something. You're my best friend at Israel. And I love you very much. Well, Brucey, I love you too. Yeah. And it, it's a real love. Nobody's more deserving. I'm so proud to Thank call you, you my much. friend. Thank you. So proud of this lifetime achievement that you're going to be getting. And, you know, it's so well deserving because your efforts are so obvious and it's recognizable. And, it, you know, to get that recognition, it's awesome. I will tell you, my speech is from the heart. I mean, you, you probably well, Bruce, know that. Yeah. Everything's from your heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, listen, brother. Thank you for doing this, John. I love you. I, I, yeah, I Thank you for joining me. For you this. call me anytime you need something. And you do the okay. same? Thank you. Thanks All right, again. brother. Take care. Love you. All right. And that's it for another episode of Pile of Scrap at ISRI 2023 Convention. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.